The wait is over. Over. Tell everyone you know. This is the key to your weekend. You're listening to Three Grams and a Mic podcast live from Australia. A new perspective on professional sports with your hosts, Cal, Axel, and Cotto. Click, listen, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Three Grams and a Mic. I'm Graham Cotton. With me are co-host Graham Kelly and Graham Foley. G'day, guys. Good afternoon. How are you going? Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> I believe, Kel, it's uh, your daughter Alex's 18th today, and I ran into your lovely wife during the week. He wanted to tell me that um, she couldn't rely on you today to help out, get no. set up. Is that true or not? Yeah, it's true. I've put so much work into this podcast that I've spent all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's, that's a lie straight up. And happy birthday, to Alex, too. Yeah. Pass no. yeah. on our. Congratulations tonight in your speech. Oh, I'm sure she'll um, she'll find out as soon as we upload the podcast. She waits, <laughs> waits on it every week, like the rest of the world. <laughs> uh, in news to hand, guys, during the week NFL, Tom Brady's Tampa Buccaneers win the Super Bowl, and Tom Brady wins his seventh out of ten attempts. Pretty good, eh? That's awesome. That is, yeah, that, and, and to do it without Belichick, it's. Uh, Cronk without the Cronk story all over again, but probably to a, a bigger level. Just because Cronk was pretty good too. No, he was great. No, Cronk, no, Cronk, no, Cooper Cronk oh, did Cooper the same Cronk. thing. It's a different sport. No, but he, no, he, he, he was he great. Was, oh, he was, he was awesome. Two, two touchdowns. Always going to come. Hopefully, he played for Melbourne. No, <laughs> no, he did, but he played under Bellamy. They had Cameron Smith. He went out and did it on his own without Slater as well. Yeah. And yeah, Brady. Brady took a couple with him, but yeah, age forty-three. Wow. Married to Giselle. That's got a couple of kids. Probably got the world at his feet. It's doing all right for himself. Right? <laughs> Pretty cool that he took his his kids, his boy from his first marriage, and oh, raised okay. straight over to him after. They won the game, and I'm sure he loved all his kids equally. Yeah. But um, pretty cool that he wanted to evolve again. Yeah, I didn't realise he'd previously been married. Yeah, and thankfully he didn't feel the weight of my bet. He actually brought it home as well. Big five zero on the nose. Thanks for coming. What a win! Yeah. Oh, here we go. How do you say that, Mister Cotton? Mm-hmm. So the text messages start at two thirty-four on Monday afternoon. <laughs> when he's meant to be at work. Cotto has letters again, again, <laughs> number one topic this week. Uh, since brought up. Number one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, and then, this is it, just after, what would you blokes do without my punting? Seriously? <laughs> that evening at 7.02, did anyone hear the one this year's Super Bowl? Kel come back and said, what was it the Washington Red Sox? Redskins. Redskins. That's, um, that's who he thought they were playing. Luckily, it wasn't pressures on the Golden Boy. So this, it's, we were 11 o'clock on Monday night when they... Who was I referring to as the Golden Boy, Kel? Who do you think? So oh, anyway, I thought... There's only one Golden Boy here. Yeah. We all know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I would jump on the TAB just to see who collected. Oh, yeah. And the bet didn't go through. Oh, not again. <laughs> so, that, know, yeah, still we'll have sh- it won. We'll no, no, seriously. And I'm going, well, sure I put that bet on. Oh, that's twice you've done that to me no, now. I don't th- I think there's something in my computer that comes up. <laughs> voice recognition. Is it true? With, it's true. So oh, God. It's back to your bit again, Cotto. No, no. <laughs> I've got my victory. <laughs> 
Moving right along. No, no, no. I don't believe you. I don't think that's true. I'll, I'll go through the transaction list. You're going to say. <laughs> He's devastated. Well, he's absolutely devastated. For the record, it's on our podcast, so that means it's gone through. There's no way Kiva Baker will with your money, are <laughs> I mean, would you really gamble to have two in a row for Colette? I don't think so. All right, top five. Is, um, so is Tom Brady in the top five or top ten American sportsmen of all time? Here, I've given you a few that would um, rival him. Bill Russell. He's a former American professional basketball player, played centre for the Boston Celtics for 14, 15 years. Five-time NBA Most Valuable Player and 12-time All-Star. He was the centrepiece of the Celtics dynasty. He won 11 championships in his 13-year playing history. Pretty good, huh? Will Chamberlain. Seven foot one center, average, you know, just amazing percentages. I'm not going to rattle all those off, but he's got a fabulous record as well. Of course, uh, my favorite would be Michael Jordan. And he goes for that, we all know who he is. You didn't mention both the volleyball career. Yeah, that's right, that's what you mentioned. You've also got Babe Ruth, Muhammad Ali, and uh, Eldrick Tont Woods, i.e., Tiger Woods. Fair, fairly good list, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I reckon you're missing possibly oh, the, others. the greatest American sportsman of all time. Carl Lewis? No. Good. Well, technically, he's not American. If he played an American sport, he's Canadian. Who's that? Wayne Gretzky. Oh, yeah. <coughs> yeah. yeah. No, there's, there's, you can, there's others. Well, you look at some of the Olympic sports, um, some of the American athletes, Carl Lewis, you mentioned yeah. before. Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps. Yeah, yeah. Phelps. Phelps. Johnson. That flies Who's Johnson? Oh, Michael Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Oh, so we can say Betty. We were just talking before him. Mm-hmm. I reckon we should go through and, and work out a goat. Yeah. All time goat. Across, across all sports. sports. All right. So each week we'll cover one sport. One or two. And then towards, you know, maybe 10 or three, no, two or three months in, we'll do a overall. Yeah. So we'll come up with a tennis goat, a cricket goat, and then we'll play them off each. So it'll be a weekly segment we can look forward to. Yeah. yeah. Right yeah. Sounds good. And Kel's got to come up with the, the list. The nominees? Yeah. Okay. That's your, oh, do you want to absolutely do that? I better do it. <laughs> He's too busy being golden. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! I was trying to find something. Oh, I was trying to find something for you to do. Um, <laughs> Provide the venue. <laughs> get get here early. Organise everything. So put the bets on. on. Yeah, I was gonna say we use put the bets on. <laughs> Just one job, I'm really. I've put my bet on already. Oh, 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 here we go. Uh, in the tennis, uh, Australian Open is as of today to go with no fans for a few days, four or five days. I think it's. Hey, did I hear they kicked them out at midnight last night? Yeah. Mm. Was that what game was that? It wasn't Kyrgios. Uh, he finished by his place. Kyrgios finished by Yeah, Djokovic. Was it? Yeah, it must be the next game. Oh, no, I thought he finished just before. Yeah, no, I Maybe it's I'm not sure. Was there a game at midnight? My wife has given me a chore last night for this birthday, but it's <laughs> not. The reason that there's no crowd, obviously, is um, yeah, a COVID um, outbreak in uh, Victoria. The question I had is, should they have played at all? Oh, absolutely. Dan Andrews was saying last week how yeah, they were the gold standard in 
I took Fontaine and that asparagus game was no good. <laughs> On that basis alone, you reckon? I mean, given that you had so many international players, like, let's say with uh, local sports, rugby league, AFL, they're localised. You don't have to worry about international part of New Zealand coming into the country. And actually, New Zealand is a state in Australia last year for the uh, NRL. Whereas all the other ones coming over were from Europe, you know, which has got you know, high propensity of coronavirus outbreaks everywhere. But they all quarantined. Yeah, I, I think. And the, it's yeah, up to it's the, it's the player at the end of the day, whether they want to play or not, you hold the tournament if they want to come in, or they follow the rules yeah. of any other person mm. coming into the country. So, uh, and they did follow the rules. They, got they weren't right. happy about it. Well, they weren't happy because no. they weren't told what the rules are before they leave. Yeah, they right. thought they were going to play. Yeah, you know, staying big three-story houses with tennis points. Probably what they did normally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but we, we had the Indian cricket team. Yeah, recently, yeah, yeah. So, I just, I just, you know, just curious about what your thoughts were. Crown Casino. Now, I brought this up. I know this is really not sport related, but it is because they sponsor so many sports, and they actually we all bet on sports. You know, all that. It's all interrelated. So, Crown Casino in Freefall. That's what I've called it. Commissioner Patricia Bergen this week found Crown was not currently fit to run the new casino at Sydney's Bangaroo site. The probe in the Crown Resorts has recommended the embattled gaming giant have its Sydney casino licence revoked in a crippling blow to its $2.2 billion project. Tell me, how far is that project actually? Is it it's the building there? Is it done? Right. <laughs> That's they, amazing. They pour all this money Flash in the Right. Yeah. When's that due to open? Oh, none. Not now. <laughs> no, but when was it due? When it must have been soon. Because yeah. they'd be banking on trying to get some money through there to pay for investment. I actually think they've held off. They weren't allowed to open. They, they were all ready to go. Yeah. That's why it's They've got the licence. Obviously. They did. They did. Mm. Mm. The impact would be catastrophic. So this is all over that, you know, obviously 60 minutes, probably 18 months ago now, with that. Done investigation into um, crime, money laundering, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the connection with gambling. Yeah. So, you know, just um, the CEO Ken Barton resigned, or would have been sacked anyway, but resigned, and also Director Andrew yeah. Dimitri. And you said, does not have a sport tie? Yeah, it does. this is former AFL this CEO. Is the second time Dimitri has resigned after an organisation he's been part of been involved in a scandal. Mm. Yeah, the Roots. So he cut and run after the peptides. Yeah. So what's their what's their defence here? These guys are they saying that oh, we didn't know anything about it as board members? Yeah, it's a, yeah, they were, but that was their only defence. Yeah, but it's, it's a, that would have to be. Yeah. So I knew nothing about it. Yeah, but that's not good enough in corporate governance world. You just can't do that, that's especially an organisation that is you know gambling so many yeah. different risks associated yeah. to it. Yeah, that's just pure negligence. The Sergeant Schultz. They reckon it could cost something like $500 million a year in tax for the New South Wales government if they don't go ahead. $500 million in tax revenue. But where would that revenue come from? Is it, it, aren't those people going to come in for money anyway? There is. Is that that casino, whether it's the other casino that's already there? Or whether it's it's a shark hotel in the CBD. People have got money to spend on gambling, they will spend it somewhere. Yeah, uh, whether true. there's a big casino there or not. They may not come to Sydney. They may not come to Sydney. Can I recommend you don't do that, Colin? 
What's up? <laughs> 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 no, I wouldn't get very far. I, I, don't, I don't profess to be an expert. Um, except for this week. Could <laughs> <laughs> um, this impact the South City Rabbitohs? Major sponsor. Like one could only hope. <laughs> <laughs> I said that beautifully for you. I doubt it. How, how much money do they put into? Million bucks. Yeah, yeah. dropping the nation. Remember, pack our own. That's Wayne Bennett's salary. Yeah. <laughs> pack our own. Part of it is. For a while. For a while. Homes are cool. Yep, James. Home are cool. James? Yes. Robert. Wasn't it Robert? Yeah, I get that. James Packer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> he's still trying to get over that bloody bed going through. Oh, I'm fuming. I know, I can uh, tell. <laughs> going all around, uh, Other news around the Olympics. I think it says 2020 Olympics. It actually was 2020, but it's actually now the 2021 Olympics. Uh, the 2021 Olympics president... Uh, Yoshiro Mori, who's the former Japanese Prime Minister, resigned during the week. Does anyone know why? After sexist remarks he made at a meeting, it will leak to the public. Would that be right? Yeah, very good. He's been <laughs> you can up, read. He's been, he's been, he's been a bit of research. He's been actual research last week. Uh, so yeah, so um, he said in the, he said it was leaked that he said uh, board meetings with lots of women take longer because women are competitive. If one member raises their hand to speak, others might think they need to talk to. Oh my God, what are you doing? I wonder if Yoshiro Mori and Eddie McGuire have got the same speech right. Yes, Yes. All he had to do was put a colour into it. Sports rights. Actually, talk talking, Eddie, because I reckon. There could be a few people in for a bit of a blast once he comes back from his little hiatus. We were talking about that just no. before you come in. What? Looks like nothing holding back, you mean? Or or yeah, no, I think it would be more he won't hold back and he'll, yep. he'll go after so the, the people just... that he felt has done, done the wrong thing by. And, and who would they be? Carry out from? Um, yeah, I, I've no idea. But Someone in the media. Carolyn Wilson. Coming from a, coming yeah, from a media I, I, personality himself? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. I think that's something right in the story. I don't think there's any gain, any gain for him by doing it. But I should make him look worse. He's not giving the media away that way, he? He's still... No, 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 no. Yeah. He's been better. Yeah. I don't... I don't well, he might, but I don't think he'll actually gain anything by doing it. Well, that's his job. I was going to say, he'll gain listeners. Yeah, maybe. Former Liberal uh, in sports rules, former Liberal and Government Front Bencher Bridget McKenzie has taken full responsibility for the $100 million sports grants program uh, wrought, uh, you might recall, from uh, 2019, just before the election. The sports rules controversy was ignited in January 2020 when the Auditor General released a scathing report they found McKenzie's officer conducted a parallel process to judge applicants to the $100 million Community Sporting Infrastructure Grant Program, securing grants towards coalition targeted and marginal seats. That was the colour coded spreadsheet. Yeah. yeah. 
what she actually did by taking responsibility, though, is protect the Prime Minister, because the Prime Minister's office just days before, that, that is a candidate opening, by the, by the way, um, the Prime Minister uh, sent 15 emails specifically about this topic just in hours before they were launched. And I think uh, there was a lot of um, suggestion, not necessarily evidence, that suggested that he might be influenced by that accident. But anyway, she's taken the rap. And so she should. Hmm. She did allocate a grant to her grandfather. Correct. And also, what has been for trouble yeah, yeah. doing that? What about the, the, the best one I saw? Like, all this happens every year, right? Every election. Paul Barrowman goes on everywhere. But the, the biggest one I saw was where they used regional funded, so it was a grants program for regional area for sport. $35 million went to a swimming pool that's near Luna Park in Sydney. What was that called? North, uh, North Sydney. Yeah, it's... Uh, oh, it's got special names. Um, uh, yeah. Don Frazier is this. Yeah, it's right on the, right on the harbour. Anyway, Miller's Point, is it? It's where it is, yeah. It's it's actually, there's a yeah, like you've got um, the yeah. Bondi one. Yeah. 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 yeah, something like that. Anyway, I'll come back to another. She gave the $35 million to there and said it was a regional grant. And this is not actually part of that sports rule, but that was similar. And they said, um, yeah, there's lots of regional people that go to that pool. No, That's the reason for it. She was a member of North Sydney. No. <laughs> I just yeah. went, that's terrible. <laughs> that's like, yeah, that is like flaunting. That, that like is, yeah, there's not even a decent argument. No. And they didn't get in trouble for They didn't have to take the money back around. It's crazy. Oh, uh, yeah, so we just talked about it. Eddie Maguire stood down as uh, Magpie, Collingwood Magpie's president during the week. Um, he gave his credit a bit of a parting whack, claimed his position as Collingwood president became untenable after they made him a lightning rod. For vitriol, so maybe, Kel, that's what you're referring to. No, you won't. I mean, lots of people have lined Eddie up over a fair period of time and, and given him a bashing for whatever reason, mm. rightly or wrongly. Um, it'll just be interesting to see. So, what was he president for 22 years or something? Yeah, he was 98. Oh, 22, 22 years. Yeah. 34 youngest president there. Yeah, and look, that's gone on. They didn't necessarily run flat, but they'll win the yeah, so two thousand. They, they were a mess when he took over. I mean, they several were broke. Yeah, yeah, that's um, right. They're still a mess, but they're not broke anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> they comes in. Oh, they've got points already. Yeah. Oh, they've got some money on. It's a really good short list. I would have thought. Is there going to be a transition? Is the next guy going to come in for five years and all uh, women to? So who is the person? I think there's going to be a woman. I think. Who tapped him on the shoulder? Someone on the board? Do we know who that was? I'm just amazed that this one's got him. Yeah. Because he's had so many controversies. And as um, Peter McKenna, the Collingwood great came out the other day and said, everyone knew what he meant. Yeah. He didn't mean Collingwood were proud of racism. What he meant was that they were proud they were doing something. Proud of the process. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. the media that's taking. Yeah. That's the, the media person being taken. Well, he was going anyway. So if he, he wasn't, was going I, I, I guess if he wasn't going at the end of the year, he probably writes it out. He would have written. Yeah, because yeah. he had written, yeah, Adam Goods, King Kong, mm. Colin, which was far worse than. Yeah. I actually watched that show in the final quarter the other day, and I thought that was.
was a terrible situation for Adam Goods. There's no hiding. Like, that was terrible. Like, he got booed every single time he ran out. No matter before he even played, really. Yeah, I suppose what Kel and I were referring to was it because of his skin colour or was it because he was a good player and, and most opposition clubs against the good players you can boo them, doesn't matter what colour they are. I think it's initially... The comments that come out of the yeah. fence, that definitely, I mean, that's a, you know, shouldn't happen. But I don't know whether he was being booed because of that. That's... That's my thoughts. Well, I'd I'd say the first, if you're looking at the whole the whole timeline, I'd say in the first quarter of it, yes, absolutely, just an average booing, if you like, because he was a a very good quality player, not trying to put him off the game. But by the end of it, 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 because he did the whole spear thing, you know, the uh, his traditional, yeah, I don't know what you'd call that movement, I suppose, um, towards the crowd, which was Indigenous Week when he did that, right? Yeah, and. There was a big blow-up about it. There was a lot of Eddie McGuire made some comments. Other um, Sam Newman made some terrible comments. And then all of a sudden after that, there was all this constant building. Yeah. Constant, just about everything. Nothing to do with his play. But that that um, <coughs> that audience or, or that, yeah, whatever it was, I don't mean to be offensive by not knowing, um, but by that stage, he'd already decided that the boo- booing was racist. Yes, he had. So... And it's terrible, but when people, when it, if it wasn't, but he decided it was, by then going public saying the booing is racist, that encourages the racists out there to say, we, we are having a go. It's, yeah. it, it's, it's wrong, but <clears throat> does it actually exacerbate it? Um, I mean, it was after he called out that. Yeah, we well, didn't call her out actually. If you have, so what he did say was he actually they they there was lots of talk that they should ban her from the game. From no, no, no. But he, he pointed to her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so he did that. Yeah, but, but then yeah. afterwards he spoke so elegantly. Yeah, he well, spoke with her and he, yeah. he said it's not her fault. Just it's the environment that's yeah, just created. Don't, yeah. don't get rid of that. No, no, no I thought that was that was class. Yeah. Anyway, we digress a little bit, but um. During the week, uh, Hawthorne boss Jeff Kennett has called on the AFL to provide greater clarity around a potential timeline for the creation of a Tasmanian team. Uh, Peter Gutwing, the island, the, the Tasmanian Island State Premier, has put contract negotiation with the Hawks and North Melbourne on hold until the league outlines its plans for a team on side. That could affect your club, Kel, Hawthorne. Yeah, just before you end, for notice how he's pronouncing all the Anglo names. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even sure that was he's right. Doing his own running sheets. Yeah, that's right. What's Peter said? Goodman, is it? Yeah, that's right. Goodman? What'd you say? Goodman. I don't know what you said. Cut one. Cut one. Cut one, I said. G U T, cut one. I'm going with that anyway. Yeah, both the Hawks and the Ruse. Do they rely on that money? Hawthorne or North Melbourne, oh, definitely. 20 million. Oh, I don't think they should have tried to be honest. They like, just like, continue on like they do. Uh, they play a few games in Launceston, a few games down at Hobart, and that's, that's good. Can I, mean, I don't think there's a population down there. No, Canada drives me crazy, um, but I think he's right on this, that it costs a lot to run a football club, and I don't know that Tasmania have got the, the market to do it. And actually, couldn't the same argument be there isn't the AFL population in Gold, on the Gold Coast, or well, the AFL population 
Uh, where else would be another one? Oh, originally in Brisbane. Western Sydney. Western Sydney. Uh, it's population, but yeah. main population. Yeah, but they're trying to get the juniors. Yeah, that's what they're saying. saying. It's the potential market. You know, the population base is there. If we can convert them to rules, yep. then... Yeah. Uh, it's a pity Tasmania is in the southern part of the country because you'd say kangaroos just go there full time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think they see a fair bit of football down there, to be honest, and that's probably enough. Um, both of those clubs are getting some, some money out of the Tasmanian market. They're getting some crowds. We, we also get good membership too. I don't think you need a full-time they get some exposure yeah, and, and they're getting and they're split like the horse are in the north and um, north are in the south yeah. if that makes any sense but <clears throat> you wonder whether the Premier you know with COVID there's been impacts you know the local of the fires as well they've had maybe there's less money in the pocket uh, there's a negotiate election coming up Cricket news, a uh, huge decision leads for Test Open Will Pekoski. Um, they could have immediate career implications, not future, but immediate. So he's, um, he's injured his shoulder and he needs season-ending surgery, perhaps. Um, the season has ended, hasn't it? No, they've got oh, Sheffield Shield, Shield games Shield, coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think they've got like six or seven games in a hurry. Yes. So, um, Mid-April yeah. before it finishes, though. Yeah, so he, he's weighing out whether he gets surgery or plays under duress. And, um, yeah, so that's interesting. We'll watch that space. He's, it's actually left the decision up to him. We've had surgery and get it done. So he's only 22. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But he may not, because the problem is they won't play again until then. There's no games before. Yeah, but is, a game, is a game in April worth any more than a game in February or March? Or probably not. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Um, Axel, this is a segment that you... Uh, oh, yeah. Cricket, yeah, the, uh, right. India are 3 for 96 on their home track again versus England. So England's looking for yeah, England. England, oh, England could sneak into that um, World, World Test Championship final if, okay. they, if they beat them. Well, South Australia won't that, is that right? Yeah, Australia won. Because yeah. we had to win in South Africa. Um, mm. And that's how that happened, so... Um, yeah, what? Joe, Joe Root at the moment. He can't subscribe. Yeah. What do you mean? 200. 218 or something? Wow. Did I read something he rescued some weeks during the week as well? I thought I read somewhere. I'll have to get that story for the next week. England? Mm. No, 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 not the team. Yeah. No, no, I'll probably made a big class. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'll try and find out. Actual, um, there was some boxing last night. Can you tell us how that all went? There was, and from what you tell me, because I didn't see them, that they were two rounds each. Um, and the, the results in the, uh, two rounds or three rounds two minutes two rounds Cotto told me that's what he's telling me I can't see this on the run sheet he's put his note in there all fights will be three rounds of two minutes three each. rounds of two minutes each yeah. there you go thank you <laughs> Todd Carney drew with Scott Prince although it's not results one 29 28 28 all by two. I would have said whoever was 29-28. <laughs> <laughs> I point out that's copy and paste. Is uh, it? Yeah. No, no, I actually looked that up on the website and it was a draw, so that's, that's oh. a really odd result because normally if it's a split decision like that, which that is, then we should have gone to Todd County. Anyway, that's it, it was a draw. Craig Coward, Gower defeated Matt Gower <laughs> by unanimous decision. He's clearly Craig Coward Gower. So he's Craig a, Gower. I thought he said Coward. You're the one that's got problems with <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Sandor Earl defeated Justin Hodges by unanimous decision. Mm. Uh, knocked down Hodges, uh, so Sandor Earl. Uh, now, Hodges is actually becoming a boxer. Um, we're going to take it on full time. So good. Look, he knocked out by last, last time he fought as well. Not a good start to his career. A bit long in the tooth for that, isn't it? So, so Hodges lost in 39 seconds in his first fight. Did he? Yes. Oh my God. And uh, he so knocked he's, down he's, early in this one too. He's improved. <laughs> he was knocked down in the first round of this one. Pretty so comprehensive. I'd probably give up if I was him. Yeah, pretty comprehensive. 30, 27, 29, 27, 30, 26. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's smashing, really. So I think you should rethink that. That's right. In the boxing yeah. professional. Uh, Willie Mason, two big heavyweights here. Willie Mason defeated Sam Tide by split decision. 30, 27, 28, 29, 29, 28. And actually, Willie Mason jammed a spear down straight, <laughs> straight up, straight up the stage afterwards. Uh, so he looked still, still pretty fit, Willie Mason. He did, actually, yeah. Playing, yeah. Still playing. Well, I don't think so. Level. No. He's, uh, he's reached for what I had to Junior Paulo defeated Neville Costigan by second round two KO. Uh, Costigan. He, he, wore, to get in, in he wore a left hand uppercut. Wore a left hand uppercut. That was it. Lights out. And Josh Papali. I mean, Ben Hannett, he deserved a gold medal. We're getting in there with Josh Papali by unanimous decision 30 to 28, 29 to 28, 29 to 28. So that looked like a pretty good fight, too, from the highlights that I saw. So. Yeah. There's a bit of controversy actually that first fight, Carney and Prince. They reckon Carney absolutely flogged Prince for some reason, probably because he's in North Queensland. Yeah. They um, gave him a, a draw, and, uh, but apparently Jeff Fennick's come out and criticised the whole thing. Yeah. Do you think it's a bit odd? Some of these guys are obviously still playing, like a Josh Papali, that they would fight a couple of weeks out from the season open. Wouldn't you think they would have done it at the back end of last season? Like, it seems a little bit odd. I know, I know they've got yeah. protective gear and stuff, but if they've got a head knock and they've, you know... Yeah, concussion. Yeah, concussion. Then new rules are you sit out for a few weeks from training and everything. You can't imagine that would be the best start to the season. No, that was the other fight. Bowen apparently dominated Gal, but Gal won the fight. You guys were, were saying earlier that it's brave to get in the ring. You... You were saying he's got eight kids, Colin? Yeah, that's a big He's trying to get away yeah, from it. He put me out of my misery. Either that or he needed the money to feed them. <laughs> what, sort of money, well, what sort of money do those guys get to do? You'd want, you'd want a bit of coin, I would have thought. Well, how much would the crowd would have been? Oh, I suppose Queensland reopened or... It wasn't pay-per-view or anything, was it, or was it? I didn't subscribe, but I'd say it would have been. Yeah. Was it actually, it was a charity as well, a charitable event. So yeah, right. I don't know how much money could they have made, I don't know. Sponsored by Crust. Good pizza, Crust. Is it? Did you ever have one of them? No. You should next time. You can't get it here, but Crust no, pizza. Is. Uh, NRL. Oh, he's, he's taking a sling on the side, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hoping they'll sponsor us, that's all. Yeah, we could have a few beers in Crust. We'll be, just leave it all the way to Griffith, might be a bit of a problem. In the NRL, uh, fancy this for Granite. Listen to this. Dragon skipper Cameron McGinnis, who last week. Signed up with Granola for a four-year, two-million deal starting next year. Tore his ACL at training before the season even kicks off. He's out for the year. Won't play again for the Dragons. Won't play again for the Dragons. Has he done ACL before? I'm not aware of he may have. Maybe when he was younger, perhaps. You're right. Yeah. Not sure. 
Canberra Raiders also sacked four players after some sort of glassing incident in Canberra. Uh, there were four junior players uh, involved in a boozy brawl. I saw one of them get glassed. The Daily Telegraph reported members of the Raiders under-18 side after playing and winning against Granola were involved in that said fight and in the Canberra Civic District. One, one of the players was hit with a glass bottle. Raiders officials were made aware of the incident, spoke to the players earlier this week. The Daily Telegraph reported three of the players lied to the club about their involvement, prompting the hammer blow. The incident is one thing said, sure, but lying to your superiors just doesn't wash it out, club. It may seem tough, but this is the culture that we accept. Oh, sorry, this isn't the culture that we accept at our club. Yeah, okay, we've got to ask the question there. Next oh, paragraph. <laughs> Pick up. I'm, I'm talking, you look at Raiders, you're looking at... <coughs> Todd Carney. Todd Carney. Jack White. Jack White. Josh Dugan. Blake Ferguson. Blake Ferguson. Yeah, in fairness, we just had all of those. We was, but... <coughs> Uh, Curtis Scott yes. last year. Um, two blokes on DUI charges. Uh, Haro Nerira and Horsborough. I can't say it. Just call him Corey. Corey. CHM will go in something. Corey Nerira. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so I, I was going to ask you the question. You've actually probably got it. It said good culture or poor culture in Canberra? Ah, I think it's a real problem. Canberra, Canberra, uh, more, no more, <laughs> more prolific. Well, Canberra are uh, uh, certainly holding the gold standard culture for NRL, if that's an NRL culture. For which way? Poor or good? Yeah, poor, 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 yeah. It's interesting. Well, I, it's a club-by-club club thing. I, I think... Um, I was going to say, it'll be a topic for us to discuss sometime this year, that... I reckon alcohol and rugby league have an issue. Can we go through the podcast issue without an incident every week? I want about say, some sort of incident. I think not. Well, I think the season starts will be all right, but it's always in the league. It always is. Yeah. You might have one or two during the year, but not not as many as before. I was listening to Scott Sadler talking the other night. He was talking about um, players that got into strife. There was, was only two point nine percent of players got into strife, um, but that two point five percent represented something like it was twenty or, or seventy percent of the players um, study or work. Yeah. Um, works hard, um, so I don't know what sort of work it would be. But well, they're not the lower paid players. That 2.9% that actually get into trouble represented like 70% of the remaining. The rest, yeah, the yeah. ones that are actually yeah. doing something. I mean, they're, they're not like, engaging with society. And employment. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's probably right. It's probably the same as society in a way. But I was just going to say... Um, we were only talking about Payne Huss last week in Brisbane, who was, uh, by the way, got a $50,000 fine and five-game suspension. Mm. Yeah, that's, a, that's sad. It's actually fine. I was saying bigger fines aren't going to help. I actually think 
Well, well how else did it? Five three. weeks. Five weeks is probably worth That's pretty hefty. Like more than Because yeah. you hurt your teammates. Yeah. 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 And the, the interesting thing is, I think we may have talked about this, that man's a Christian. You're speaking to a woman. Christian? Muslim. Oh, sorry. Let's just say. That's right. <laughs> well, whatever his faith is. No, a man of faith is what I meant to say. A man of faith, whichever it might be, it doesn't really matter, actually. Whatever his faith is. But he was, you know, threatening a female, all that sort of stuff. So, throw the book in Murray. And it's his second, second offence. Yeah. Um, so, good on the league for taking him on. And, you know, God help me if it happens again. Will it change anything, though? In the league or yeah. in him? You'd hope. Either or long. Well, they had to get severe. I mean, what would be the third effects? Mitchell Pierce, look at his track record. There's a lot of repeats. Just change his behaviour. The only text message is that. All right, so this, we're up to uh, our key topic, or I thought we'd focus on the uh, NRL. This is, oh, no, Kel. Sorry, my apologies. Kel's quiz. Oh, up to it. Okay. I have written and yours has written on mine. We did this at. Twenty-four. Yeah. Glass clipping. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, man. The pool. Alex is later. Oh, yeah. Just want to get some tax after he leaves here. So you double up the security guard and take all the young men out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't have a shotgun out in the veranda. Is that right? <laughs> 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 you did your job eighteen months ago. You've <laughs> done nothing since. <laughs> Eight years. Eight years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on, get him. He's, he's still not over. You know what? That better. He's not. He's great. Jesus. There you go. Right. Well, what do these, I can edit this. What do these athletes have in common? Sachin Tendulkar, Alan Shearer, Wayne Gretzky, Ken Irvine, Tony Lockett, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Barry Bonds, and Jerry Rice. Jerry Ross is a, a wide receiver in the NFL. I'm going to say they won a championship in their first year. Just, uh, just a stab in the dark. Oh, okay. The leading something in their sport. Leading yeah, sport. Nice. Kicker or yeah, runs they're, all, or, they're all moats. Moats. Most of all time. Most oh, of most. All. Oh, yes. Kendulka, 15,921 test runs. Mm. Alan Shearer, 260 EPL goals. Wayne Gretzky, 894 NHL goals. Ken Irvine, 212 trolls. For who? Uh, Belma. Is it or South? He started in awesome on the Oh. Um, Barely with a carton of the NRL. Mm. Tony Lockett, 1,360 goals, followed <coughs> by the great Jason Dunstan. So he's still the highest ever. Probably yeah. be, yeah. I can't see anyone getting past him. They don't, they don't kick 100 goals. No, no, no. Yeah. Like they used to. Gordon Coventry out of, uh, since like the 30s. Yeah. Yeah. Going to have to change. Yeah. Did yeah. they think? Lockett and Dunstan still come along similar time. Yeah. Did you think when Buddy was coming on right when he first started that he may be the, the only threat? Uh, like he stood out pretty, pretty paid, pretty played. 
a different position. Forward, maybe yeah. he sort of started to win when Rafi came along. Yeah, he was like more than that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they probably restricted. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's the last guy to kick out. That's why I asked. I mean, that's it. Um, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, 38,387 points. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say the most hook shots. <laughs> yeah, that. Barry Bond, 762 homers. Yeah. Jerry Rice, 208 touchdowns. Great set, 49ers. Mm. Quite receiver. Joe Montana threw in a bit. A lot, yeah. Well, so, guys, with the season's about to kick off, your challenge for today is to rank this. And actually, you need to record the results for all three of us. How are we going to rate teams 1 to 16? So, and then who wins that competition? Who emerges as the best player in the competition? Who falls from grace? So they could be anybody, but it could be a coach, it could be a player, I guess. Uh, might be someone like you, like Latrell or someone like that, Kel. Uh, who is the first coach to be sat? In which team improves the most? These are the questions we need to answer. We're going to record them and then we're going to review this later on. We've got plenty of research here. Yeah. Did you have the wall book encyclopedias when you were young, Axel? <laughs> yeah. Did you? Did you? I don't think you really need to refer to it, but it was there in case you wanted to. Thank you, Cotto. That's a fair job, Cotto. What's that? 1 to 16? Yeah, well, I'll tell you how I work. How much is it going to change? That's right. If you just left it the same, is anyone going to just give it to you? You know what? I'm just going to keep exactly the same as last year. What, Bulldogs finished in second last? Yep. Wow. Yeah, I think that... I reckon that maybe now what I think about the rule changes, not big fan of them, but... There's been more rule changes too, hasn't there? Oh, of course there is. We've had another week yet, but... <laughs> What's the rule change? Yeah, yeah well, the Roosters are allowed to um, play players that are 17 years of age. So um, you not the experts. I'm going to keep it exactly the same. You're going to go through. The down. The chances of them ever being exactly the same, Axel, would be pretty remote. So the like you rate is Oh, no, the chances are, but um, there's always a few top eight, up maybe. and down, but for someone to go from the bottom to the top, that does yeah, happen to be too often. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The Chooks did it 2009 to 2010, went from wooden spooners to the grade five. Right, make sure we record these, Axel, because you're going to have to type them up and send them to us later. <laughs> I'll take a photo of them. You're giving me a job. Yeah, job. <laughs> I'll take a photo of it or something. Right, okay, what's your uh, 16 from 1 through to 16? I reckon the biggest rule change. So this is at the end of all the rounds. Yeah, yeah, not yeah the, this is not the minor premiership. Yeah, so yeah. mine's the same. What's yours? Actually, we're having a bit of bet on it. Oh, now you're talking about it. All right. Yes. So, so, because you've got all the... dinner or something. All the profits. Out for dinner. Whoever right. gets closest. The other two got to shout. So how are we going to measure them? Well, actually, whoever comes last has to shout the others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, we better set the parameters early. Point system in place. <laughs> so anyone who's got so how many correct ones? Anyone who's it? got big boppers is going to struggle. 
but like they because they're stripping weight off them. Mm, they're trying yeah, to yeah. feed us drop twenty kilos, the barley's drop ten kilos. But yeah, it's forty to give though. Sounds to be out here next week, by the way. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. that's meant too much. No, that'll just happen really. No, yeah, yeah so it's uh, playing Darlington point. A combined group twenty Darlington point side. So. Combined reduce. group twenty slash Darlington point. How yeah. Who comes? I say Darlington point players make it. What if not one make it? Oh, I'm sure that'll be the nucleus of the team because they organise it. I think is how it works. Okay. Yeah, I reckon they should have more warnings here. I can't see you know lock your doors. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's a game just before it, which we should mention. And it's uh, for the late Roger Penn. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's good man. Very, very good man. Come on, Kel. Right. So one, one through to sixteen. Or one, one through to sixteen. Yeah. I reckon. No chemistry. I reckon Storm are going to be one. Storm? Yeah, from two to one. Yeah, I reckon the rabbits will rise. To two? Yeah. Well, they've had the least amount of changes to the team. They've added players that they've had. Yeah, they've added Jai. Who have they lost, really? Um, guys who. Some good players. Corey, Corey Allen had a great, good great end of the year. Um, but they've got. They've got I, was just, I, I just don't have the confidence in Latrell Mitchell get through a whole year for them. And if he's not there, who do they play? Alex Johnson goes all right there. Yeah, true. Yep. Um, I reckon the Panthers will be three. By the way, they look like Stephen Crichton's about to sign a one point. That's one point eight. No, one point seven. I think it's million dollar two. Year, uh, one point seven two year contract. One point seven million dollar two year contract. With Penrith. Unless mm. mm. someone did something this week. That's a lot of money for a centre. Yeah. I think they'll play a full day in time. Okay. Um, You're up to number four. Four. Chooks are four. I'm sticking. <laughs> Well, I think the Raiders are going to fall. Um, Raiders at five. The interesting thing about Raiders, they get Hodgson back. Yeah. The Raiders are at five. They're going to fall. They finished fifth last year. Yeah, time. no, that's, um, that's why I was hesitant to put them there. Right. Raiders fall from fifth to fifth. Yeah. Titans, six. Yep. Titans. Wow. Mm. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'll live. Manly, seven. Um, mm. That all depends on injuries. Mm. Um, and you'd have to think the Eels can. So you're saying they're going to drop significantly yeah, after yeah. probably pretty much leading most of the year. Yeah, but the back end, back end of the year they fell away. Well, actually, they were in the, was it the major semi and got knocked out because Jennings the day before was uh, found to be. Yeah. Um, nine. Nine. The Knights. Ten, the Cowboys. Uh, Eleven, the Bronx. Twelve, the Sharks. Thirteen the Warriors, fourteen the Dogs, fifteen Tigers, and 
in with the dragons. Oh, dragons. Interesting. Alright, Cotto, you've had all week. No, I did this today. <laughs> you've had a few more hours in killing. I'm, I'm going to go in reverse order if I can, please, if you indulge me. Yep. 16, I'm going West Tigers. Yep. Um, Sharks, 15. Yeah. Dragons, 14. Yeah. Bulldogs, no, Manly, 13. Bulldogs, 12. Warriors, 11. Broncos, 10. I think they've got that in their squad. Um, Cowboys nine. I'm going to go from the top because I can't remember where I'm up, up to. But I'll go Penrith. I think Storm will be second, just as it finished last year. I think Rabbitohs will be third. I think Raiders will be fourth. I think Roosters without a notable halfback will be fifth. I think uh, you got Titans, Eels, and who else you got? Knights. Yeah, I think the Eels will be next. Yeah. And I think uh, Titans and then Knights. Knights. So, is there any big changes from last year in both of the guys? Well, I'm saying Broncos going to lift, as are the Bulldogs. Oh, you got- but not into the finals. You've got a lift in, in 15th to 12th. Charging up the table. Yeah. Well, t- no, Broncos went from 16th to 10th. Yeah, 16th. That's probably your biggest one, 16th. I think that, oh, here's my prediction. The dogs will make the top eight next year. No, I'm talking about two. I know. I'm just, I'm just saying that. So it's not progressive. Which, which dogs? The Georgia Bulldogs. What's the Bulldogs? Uh, we're all pretty close, to be honest. Mine's the same. Kells has uh, changed a fraction, but no big changes. And you, yes. you too, So who wins the comp? Well, you, the next you get a, a point for every. Uh, oh, who wins the comp? Mm-hmm. That's the next question. Oh. Uh, I think Panthers win it for me. Kel? Sam Walker comes good on the choice. <laughs> From fifth. No, we're fourth. Now you'll be fifth. I'm going for. Who just, you said Panthers and then you yep. said the Roosters. Um, I'm just going to go Melbourne Storm. On the back of Harry Grimmel. And I'm going to say who emerges as the best player in the competition? Cameron Munster. Sometimes when you have a player like Cameron Smith leaves the team, that you get that player who's sort of been a great player, but not really, you haven't seen absolutely what he's capable of. I barring injury, I think he could be that player. Mm-hmm. He was pretty good in origin. Yeah, so put, put that in a, a club level where he's in control of the team. And they've got a Harry Grant who just looks like Kevin Smith anyway. Who emerges? Can the, the best player in the game remain the best player in the game? That's not emerging, though. Who, who's the best player in the game now? Teddy Tedesco. Right. How's he going to emerge? So, we, so you're, look, you're, looking oh, for, you're looking for someone who, who's the, the player that goes to the next level. Mm. 
No, no. I think, yeah. What, I, is he the best player in the game this year? No, I would have thought Cameron Smith was better than him. If you ask me. Best player in the game right now. Best player, best ref. <laughs> no, no, truthfully. It's a pretty close debate, though. Yeah. So who emerges now with Cameron Smith if he does retire, which hasn't been declared yet? Yeah, man. Harry, Harry Grant. Yeah, yeah. Is that your possibility? Speed? Yeah, Grant. Mind you. Imagine that. Oh, okay. Months of Grant Grant at the storm. What's that? Yeah, pretty good year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Clearing. I think you'll have another standout year yeah. in the ladies' uh, end of the play. What's next? Uh, so the next one is who falls from Grace? Yeah. Right. <laughs> He's got history. 
your uh, thing. Mine is John Morris. Yeah, that that will, will, and, and will who's, probably happen. It's and wrong. who's going to take is over his job? Chucks. Yeah. Yeah. And who's going to take over his job? Won't be Flanagan. Well, they've just, uh, is, uh, I don't know if he put the media release out or the NRL has, but they're talking about him coming back. They're talking about, they reckon they might chop a month or two off. Oh, um, Hooper was out saying 200, two, yeah, 200 one fading. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Um, mm. I wouldn't get any fading if I was a club. Yeah. Just too much history there. Is there any reported emails? I'll go to says that. Oh, Sack from, from the Seagulls. Yeah. I don't think they'll make the eight. Um, I think there's too many. Beyond good money. Beyond good money there. Oh, yeah. What's the last one? Uh, which team improves the most? Now, I know we've, we've got up and downs like in terms of where they finished. But who? Well, you're saying Broncos, obviously. They finished last. So six no, got I mean, Titans to make the eight. I know they've only jumped a couple of spots, but... Yeah, that's, I've got Titans from 9 to 6, but I've got Seagulls 7 to 13. 13 uh, to 7. Yeah, it's a big jump. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they get Trebojevic back, they become a different team altogether. We've that's here and foreign. It's on the back of that. We've lost for now Blake, though. Who was their best player? Almost. So Kel's got the... the yeah. Kyle's got Broncos. Uh, oh, I haven't got anyone in cruising. I think Titans. Yeah, <laughs> How is that even possible? Well, it has to be Penrith winning flag. Yeah, that's right. All right. All right, guys, we can check out that results later on in the year. Looking forward to getting got it. <laughs> well, we have to, what are the parameters? How are we going to decide this? Well, you get closest to the closest. Point for every one that you get right yeah. on the ladder. Yeah. And point for everything else. Okay, fair enough. So you get a point for everything you get right, and then a point, for, a point for everything else. That's a good system. <laughs> we can't lose. Everyone wins. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys. That's uh, we're up to our weekly wager, and after I won last week, Axel, it's your turn. No, apparently you've done a lot of research. <laughs> Oh, I'm, still, I'm still trying to look for your transaction in the transaction. <laughs> I, thought we, I thought we saw it go up there. So did I. But obviously didn't hit confirm. That's the only reason Deco A1. Yeah, it's an interesting. <laughs> <laughs> <He's broke laughs> Tom, Tom Brady slipped this bloke under green. That's, that, that's actually happened to me up. twice now, isn't it? Has it? One other time I gave you the bet. You forgot to put it up there. Something to you like actually forgot last time. The other one you were going Collingwood, but you changed your mind. No, no, no. This is no, no, a bit of encouragement. No, this is a different one. So we've got uh, Alex Dimonor, who's, who's playing really well at the moment. Got one 14. Yeah, so, Kyrgios. Yeah, close last night. Yeah, great game, actually. So $50 into Djokovic, which uh, he's uh, playing a little bit injured, so that, that's why he's at $1.48. But I think he'll push through and win that one against the big Canadian Greenwich. Yeah. Oh, did they? No, they played. They played. Who's that? I thought those two have played already. Uh, Djokovic played last night at midnight. Yeah, and I thought he beat Rakonich. No. Uh, Ranich. Played, he won us uh, yesterday as well. So oh, they played right. each other in the. So Djokovic has got a bit of an abdominal strain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll pull through that. So. Yes, uh, odds are $1.68, so not quite the $2.50 of last mm. week. But, uh, <laughs> that you squandered. <laughs> that you squandered. 
Where's where's it? How much money have we got in the tab? In the kit? Uh, with that, 122. We did. Oh, I see. Yeah, we definitely didn't put the bet on that. No, we we won the week before with the with sixes. So if I look at the transactions, you can see the last one was. That is just diabolical. I remember watching you put it on there as well. I actually thought I put yeah, it on too. I swear you did. Oh, you had it. I'll put it on there. I'm really seeing you confirm that voice recognition kicked you on my computer. Anyway, I might have to do the outro this week because the big beard's filthy. Anyway, until next week, gentlemen, see you then. And I'll wait to Right. Thanks for listening to Three Grams and a Mic podcast. Don't forget to connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.